0: Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe.
1: Hello, everyone, and welcome once again into the morning spiel here on 103.3 WKMZ. I'm Alex Wiederspiel, our show presented by Royal Water Treatment. And now we're going to move into the realm of sports, and I'm sure everyone's tired of this story, but it continues to twist ever so when we think it is finally over. uh, It twists just a little bit more. Mike Osti of West Virginia Sports Now, Pittsburgh Sports Now, the Mike Drop Podcast, and my personal favorite, the Howitzer and Buzzsaw Show Podcast, is on with us now. Friend of the show, Mike, and uh, I'm curious. Before we get into the the twist, which I'm going to tell people, Mike got uh, a donor uh, on the record to to reach out and and talk with him, uh, yeah. and we're gonna we're gonna get to that. But I am curious. So last week, Bob Huggins, uh, obviously everyone is now very much familiar with the story, but the Sparknotes version at this point for folks who are not in case you were, I don't know, driving consecutively and only listening to podcasts and no radio. I don't know. I don't know how you could have missed this story in West Virginia, but the spark notes version of this story is that Bob Huggins goes on a Cincinnati radio show, uh, says some things that he most certainly should not. His future is very much in question after these comments are leaked and ultimately, he winds up being suspended by the athletic department for three games, loses a million dollars in a reworked contract that now includes some additional language about uh, his behavior in these in these moments to try and deter this from occurring again. And uh, the comments that he he said, we can't repeat here on the radio, despite the fact that he actually said them on the radio in Cincinnati. But he right. said them uh, and and they were derogatory to, to, to Catholics, derogatory towards uh, to gay people, it was it was not good. The the whole, in general, you know, on 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 my show last week, we talked about a lot. It was just a very bad look, bad decision making, bad judgment. But I am curious. Before we jump into the next twist of this story with you, Mike, what was your initial reaction when you when as someone who covers West Virginia sports every day, when this broke? I am fascinated by
0: what was going through your mind. <laughs> Oh, uh, many, many things, and I guess I also should apologize in a way for anybody who's annoyed by this story now, because I am kind of responsible for adding a twist and, and keeping it going. So we got a whole nother day or so out of this story, uh, thanks to myself, that I'm, I'm sure many at WVU and Bob Huggins wishes uh, would just stop. But if we rewind the clock, as I was telling you off the air, it actually was a rare, slow news day. For this time of year, because people think, okay, you just cover major football, major basketball, the other sports in season, and that's it. No, out of season, especially this time of year, especially football recruiting is arguably the busiest. So this is after spring ball recruiting before you get to fall camp. These coaches are going all over the country and throwing offers out to kids all the way who are even freshmen or sophomores right now. We're talking 2026, 2027 classes, 225, obviously 2024. So it's constantly moving, and I'm constantly looking at Twitter for all of that. And in the midst of just scanning Twitter, scanning social media, talking with colleagues, planning the day, it was a slower day. So I was happy to kind of relax for a second. And my colleague texts me, hey, I'm going to keep an eye on this. He's our basketball guy. And I look at it like, oh, my God, like, I'm glad you're going to keep an eye on it, but I'm hoping it doesn't go anywhere, to be honest with you. And initially, you see it. You see what Bob Huggins is accused of saying on a Cincinnati radio station. Not good, obviously. The initial tweet was, which was reported initially by a meteorologist in the Cincinnati market. So admittedly, I was taking it with a grain of salt a bit, because we had no proof. This is a guy who, I did some research, I scanned his social media, I looked at who he follows, what else he's tweeting, I saw all the replies, it looked like him and a bunch of Xavier fans that really hate Bob Huggins. But, if he did what he was accused of of saying, then obviously it'd be a major story that it became. So I was kind of waiting and seeing, talking with other colleagues, other outlets, national, local, everyone's talking, you'd be surprised who was in my DMs during this time, and then all of a sudden, You know, this is also the way of the world these days, Alex, and the world we're living in. If this was 10 years ago, not only would WV Sports Now and a lot of these outlets not exist, so you'd have a lot less coverage, but I don't think this even might have got out at all because the person and the outlet that ended up getting this proof out there is awful announcing. I mean, that outlet didn't exist a decade ago, so that's a pure social media outlet, and they got the recording. Who knows whether it was leaked or how it got out there. These things usually happen that way. And then there was no defending it because I saw in the initial replies, there were people saying that Bob Huggins said that the Xavier fans were followers of God and that he was misheard to have said something else. So for a second, I thought, okay, Bob, you know, he could go off the cuff, but maybe that was the case. When you hear the audio, which I'm sure you've heard and everyone else has heard, there's really no denying it. It's clear what he said, doubles down on it. The hosts are also laughing about it, and they also commented. You know, we haven't had anything from them yet. I don't know how they didn't get in trouble. And it just was really, 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 really bad. And as much as Bob Huggins is Teflon and Bulletproof and – you know, a legendary figure, obviously, in, in West Virginia, from the state, took him to the second final four ever, all the success, Sweet 16s, et cetera. It's been a little down in recent years. But Bob Huggins, Basketball Hall of Famer, not just WVU Sports Hall of Famer, Basketball Hall of Famer, 900-plus wins. It, it's that type of figure. I actually initially thought, okay, this is really, really bad. He's going to get fired over this. I, I thought this is, you know, whatever you want to call cancel culture, whatever it is. Not many second chances are offered no matter who you are. And it was just so off the cuff. So my initial reaction, surprised. I I will say I, I thought Bob Huggins, regardless of what he may feel in his heart, was smarter than to just be that off the cuff and off the color. In a Cincinnati radio station, he's friends with Cunningham, the host, but like not everyone there loves him. It just seemed like he was just laughing with friends, not on a radio show that he thought was getting out to the public. So it was surprising. I thought he initially would be fired immediately off of it. I thought it was that bad. And, you know, you're kind of also hurt and down. I'm an alum. I cover the team. I've been a fan of the team. You know, it just sucks to hear somebody of that stature say those things and and say it in a way that it sounds like it's not the first time it came out of his mouth. But then once the this story add some daddy long legs to it and W takes their time and they don't act knee jerk. Like a lot of businesses do in this world. We've seen people in media, people in other industries, politicians, they say something like this. They're done instantly. W took their time for days on end. And then as these days went by, I did definitely think he was not going to get fired. And, you know, we can get into that because I have my reasons why I believe he wasn't fired and why we now have the sanctions and punishments we have. But just surprise, shock, and disappointment. I, I think I'm disappointed is probably the the main term there.
1: Yeah, like a like a parent, uh, just a little bit disappointed. Um, and I, I, yeah, yeah like like you, I also an alum, and and yeah, obviously, uh, you know, in a certain capacity, I do not cover the team on a day to day basis, but obviously, I, I have a relationship with the athletic department, and I, I have a you know my own relationship with the, you know the, the school throughout. You know, my time being affiliated both in college radio and then obviously now with ESPN plus. So, like, yeah, I I initially I was like, wow, this is a this is a problem. I'm disappointed. But like you, I also started to think I started to come around on not only did I think he's not going to get fired, but I actually did start to come around thinking maybe he didn't deserve to be fired based off of. So I have this. My one caveat here is that based off the fact that there was seemingly no prior history, I thought maybe maybe we can make this into a teachable moment. And there are a lot of people who did not want to do that, and I, I respect the folks who were not interested in making this a teachable moment, but I I wonder if the lack of history is ultimately the deciding factor here in why Bob Huggins uh, is still employed at West Virginia yeah. University.
0: Maybe, maybe. And of course, the counter to that is we don't have any proof of any other audio that is in my possession, but... Again, we're talking about a man who's 69 years old, gonna be 70 when he coaches this next season. It's hard to believe he's never said this word before if sure. he's saying it so flippantly yeah. on the air. Yeah. Like it, it's just hard to believe that. Yeah. And actually, you know, as an adult who is in my mid 30s and we're in an ever changing culture and we all learned and grown as people. I'm not going to lie and say that I've never said the word in my life. When I was younger, you're, you're a stupid, immature person. Maybe you say it, you know, we have different mentalities and meanings that yeah. we all learn and grow. So I'm yeah. not going to say I never said the word either when I was 15 yeah. or, uh, I, I or I will a hundred percent. I hundred
1: yeah, hundred percent. I will cop to that as well. But right. We, we learn. We learn. Right. That's we learn and
0: grow. And 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 you know there there never is an age that's too old because I thought okay, seventy years old. You know, you're stuck in your ways. Just knowing from family members, my grandfather, things like that. I mean, he would say things. He was a great guy. That he just would be like, eh. But he, you know, at the time, you're like over eighty. You're over ninety. It's like you're not you're not changing somebody at that point. Bob Huggins, seventy you feel like maybe you're not going to change them then, but I've talked to colleagues. I've been on other shows, had other people on my show. And they told me someone said their mother at 75 immediately changed her ways and never said the N word again. And she had come from a background where she just continuously was saying it before. And it's just, she's living a totally different life. So I'm taking them at, at face value that that's fantastic. Maybe that'll happen here. Maybe there is room for this to be a positive for Huggins, but Not to be cynical here, but as somebody who does know how these things go very, very well and covers the team and, you know, been around some drama and covered a lot of drama over the years, too. I got to say, I wonder how this would have been handled, Alex, if you and I were speaking even a year ago, certainly two years ago, to where West Virginia at that point, so we're talking a couple years ago was having one of its worst seasons in probably the last 30 years on the court. Bob Huggins arguably may have had his worst season of his entire 40 year career based on expectations and how bad they freaking were at that point two years ago. This year they got back in the tournament despite not winning a game, but that's building. They got back in the tournament Bob Huggins three years ago said he was against the transfer portal. If you don't want to be here, get out of town. Now, every year he's building a team off the transfer portal last year and this year. And this year's class, Alex, WVU, West Virginia University, off of national outlets, and I'm talking about all of them, is ranked number one in college basketball in terms of a transfer portal class as we're speaking. So I do wonder if this happened during a down period, if this happened during a period where there was no hope and you have an old coach who's losing and saying I'm not going to adapt to current college basketball and everyone's hating him and you have Oscar Shibway who's saying he was too tough to be around, all of that. If that was going on, Would a new AD and Ren Baker, who's not a West Virginia good old boy and doesn't know Bob Huggins for anything, just know him for a few months now, would say, Hey, Bob, you know, maybe we'll put the name on the court, but we're done with it, and maybe ask him at least to resign. Instead, I will tell you as a factual thing, and I've talked to some of them, I know this to be true. If they would have fired Bob Huggins, they would have lost the entire transfer class 100%. So, I do think they would have almost put a de facto death penalty on this program. They would have lost the whole transfer class. There's no time to get anybody else in. The other kids are already gone out of eligibility. They would have got some scrubs out there. Won eight games. It would have happened for two, three years. Who are you going to want to coach the team? Then it could have got really, really, really bad. Some SMU football stuff for, for anyone who wants to dig up some history. That's how it could have been. And I think they wanted to save the program, save Bob's legacy try to make better th- this and maybe try to mold all of this and, and make everybody learn and grow. Yeah, That I think is how Bob was able to stay. Although it is a year to year contract now from an extension. If this happens again, I wonder, do they cut bait mid season? Yeah. What's the situation there? But that had to play a role for me.
1: Yeah. So I, we're definitely going to have to have Mike back on
0: at some point uh, to, to go even
1: deeper on this, but we have Mike Ostie of West Virginia sports now. And I want to get back now to the, Uh, to sort of the the next twist and turn in this story, the Bob Huggins story dropping, uh, I guess now it's referred to as the F slur on a radio show and and kind of referring to Catholics that way. Uh, Again, specifically from Xavier University, an old rival of his when he was at Cincinnati on this Cincinnati radio show. Again, very, very bizarre. And I thought you laid it out well. The whole thing felt very surreal and bizarre when you first hear it. Uh, And so now the next twist in this is that a donor- to the university's athletic de- athletics department, comes out on the record with your outlet, with you, and basically says, I'm not donating to athletics right now. Like, I'm
0: not doing it. Yeah, and it's a gay man. He's out. It, it, so a gay man who I've talked with before, and this is a donor who I'm not going to say how much, but he's donated a lot of money, a significant donor, as he's being called now by our national outlets that have picked up the story. So he is somebody that is outwardly, saying i've donated i'm donating this much he somehow you know found success in his career i believe he's 49 years old he's not even an alum he's from west virginia his old family went to school i didn't ask him why he didn't go there but he didn't need to he had tons of success anyway and yeah he's just a fan but he's a gay man and once this happened he he got soured, so he is planning now to donate his money that he still wants to give the university. He still cares about WVU as an institution to the academia portion of, of WVU to, I think he told me, the English department. I don't know maybe why he, he's fascinated with that side of things. It doesn't seem to fit in his career, but different scholastic departments, different majors, different parts of the school. He wants his money to go now and no longer to the basketball program, at least maybe still the football program. I didn't really talk to him that much about his thoughts on Neil Brown, but certainly not the basketball program right now. And you have to understand this too. And that's why I I said, if you want to go on the record, I'd love to give you an outlet to do this. I think it's fair to give you a, to give you a mouthpiece here, because this is a gay man who's a fan of the program. Who's who's providing money to help the program. And in our NIL world with the transfer portal and country roads, trust and all of that, this is not a small deal. Like they got an entire starting file of the transfer portal and they're paying some of those kids NIL money. It's coming from some of these boosters. Let's not kid ourselves. So now there's going to be a little bit less in that. Well, now to be fair, Alex and I got a lot of comments and a lot of replies. And as you mentioned, you know, and as I'm sure you're not surprised some people are a little upset that I even did this story. Um, there were people that were speaking in a little bit of cooler, cooler heads and trying to prevail and trying to have an intelligent debate and saying, you know, just so you know, yeah, this sucks to lose this one donor. But if they would have fired Bob Huggins, they would have lost several other donors and maybe more money overall. And that's fair because that's probably true. Let's face it. I think that's that's. I think they, this was honestly, this was a lose lose situation, Alex. If they would have fired Bob Huggins immediately, there would be people that would have praised this decision, but the program would be way worse off. Way worse off. And in, in the long run, are those people praising the institution going to be helping them three years from now when they can't win games and can't get a head coach? By keeping him, you do maybe try to salvage this I mean, imagine a scenario where you can't put Bob Huggins' name on a court. You got to take a banner down. You're taking it. You can't have a poster on the wall. Like you're actually disrespecting the players, the fans, the alums that celebrated those wins. This whole thing just would have all sucked and would have been horrible for the next twenty years. They're trying to salvage it. It's about the court too. That matters. But they're gonna. They're also gonna face some heat. I mean, you're losing money from a donor. I'm sure there's gonna be protests in front of the NCAA tournament games, if they would get there, but yeah, it was, it was, and you can find it on WV sports now for the full take. It was eye popping to me a little bit because he definitely told me that he called WVU. He's let them know, like, he's serious about this. He's proved this to me. He has donated big money and he's not anymore. So take it for what it is. I, I mean, it's not its not like in any way that's going to kill the program because this one man is not donating. I'm not talking about the owner of the Arizona Diamondbacks here, who sure. also is a booster. But yeah. it's still relevant because this, went, this story went away for a few days, and it felt like Bob Huggins kind of was able to beat cancel culture. But even this decision, it might be best for everyone in a way. It's still going to have some ramifications, and it's still going to potentially cause some problems moving forward because they're keeping these transfers, but that means they're keeping the NIL deals in place too.
1: Yeah. So Bob Huggins, ultimately, I think it's fair to say, and we'll, we'll leave it here, puts West Virginia University in an almost impossible, particularly Ren Baker, almost impossible yeah. position. And you've laid out uh, quite well, in fact, uh, a, a number of the different areas here, pros and cons, stuff that, by the way, I did not know. So I'm I, I think... I wonder if everyone in our audience was aware of some of these things as well, or if maybe they just surmised or assumed some of these things. So I'll be curious. I'll be curious, very curious if this changes any opinions on whether or not the university acted, uh, particularly the athletic department, acted properly in what they did. But we'll have to leave it there. Yeah, Yeah, that's
0: it's going to be polarizing no matter what. I mean, there's going to be people that are going to have one opinion. People are going to have another opinion. Those opinions are never going to change. There's always going to be things that are going to keep coming out, things I learned, too, and It it, really, there's no winners here. I don't think anybody wanted this.
1: (laughs) Yes, this is no, this is uh, the, the, like I said, uh, said this when it came out, the lack of judgment. I I just astounded, astounded by that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. At the end of the day, that was the thing that still threw me more than anything else was the, was Bob Huggins' judgment on, on this. Cause again, and I, I go back to that comment, it felt so nonchalant in the actual interview. Like, like you said, did he know he was on the air? Is kind of how it felt.
0: And he and not that I'm going to say anything wild here on this show, but he didn't get a dump button courtesy. Now, I'm not saying that you should get it as a requirement and you can just go on the air and say whatever you want. And you're totally going to blame it on that. I've I've hosted radio, been on radio. Obviously, it's there. It's only required for the FCC. But I've also been in rooms and hosted shows and been producers on shows, etc., Where somebody looked at me when I was producing, for example, and said, hey, I got this guy coming in, get your finger on the dumb button. Like there are times where you save a guy from themselves by pressing that button and deleting what they say. That wasn't done here. This feels almost like a hit job on Bob. It didn't work yet, but we'll see where we go and if he can ever repair his perception bonkers story continues
1: to get even more bonkers mike really appreciate you coming on folks check out his work at uh, wv sports now also the Mike drop podcast as well mike we'll talk to you soon absolutely man have a good day very good all right folks this is the morning spiel on 103.3 wkmz presented by royal water treatment one more break and then we'll be uh, back to wrap things up